Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Captain Patrick, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Also have a special guest coming up uh, on the show today, Jody Knox, who, how, how would you describe her, Barry? Uh, a woman who can smoke a cigar and drink a Miller Light and a is woman the wo- who, woman who, of your dreams? Is that what you uh, said? Well, <laughs> if I were younger and not married, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. That's all it takes. She yeah. she has to like Miller Lite and uh, smoke a cigar. And, oh, I grew up on Miller Lite, and, and she's a uh, she's an avid boater. So that's that's the woman. Well, she's a coastie too. I have a lot of respect she, for that. She she a is coastie. a re- oh. she's a retired twenty year veteran of the Coast Guard. Okay, all right, coastie. Okay. She right. She is a she is a published author with a children's book. Yeah. Um, and uh, she just completed the uh, Delmarva circumnavigation, which we'll talk to her about. She yeah. has a 2005 mainship 400T trawler. Wow. And so. she's the woman of Barry's boating dreams, evidently. <laughs> so she's coming up a little bit later on in the big show. We don't today. want to scare her away, though. Yeah, well, hopefully she won't hear us talking about her before we have okay. her on. So I think we're good. Uh, but uh, she's later on. Uh, we have some other boating news and infor- uh, information to uh, navigate through before that. Uh, one has to do with, I don't know, what are these derelict boats that are getting trashed or moved out of the way? What, what's happening, Patrick? What is this? Uh, that, was, that was up in Portland, Oregon, yeah. where um, the, as it happens here in Florida as well, and I'm sure other parts of the country, uh, there are inexpensive ways to live, uh, whether you're doing the van lifestyle, the RV lifestyle, or the uh, the boat lifestyle, the issue is um, you get people that buy certain vehicles, whether they be vans, RVs, or boats, and they are not in the best of shape. Okay, and they are using them strictly to live in. Cost of housing, uh, rent, whatever is, is cost prohibitive, and it's a way to kind of live off the grid, live cheaply. Uh, the issue with the boats, of course, is uh, anchoring in areas where they're not allowed to be, um, or the boats that they're in are of such an age or condition that they really aren't safe to be in. And up in Portland, what they they have is they they had an issue with these derelict boats. They still have an issue. Uh, it's kind of ongoing, but. There's a process when these boats are in violation where they're, they're supposed to go and file paperwork with the court and, and basically get the right to remove the boat from the water and get it disposed of. And we're talking, we're not talking about little tiny 20 foot runabouts. Uh, we're talking about fairly large uh, boats and or yachts. Hmm. And the city really didn't do that for everyone. So now they're going to, you know, uh, I think it's going to be uh, how many zeros would you like? <laughs> on that check uh mr boat owner they sped up the process huh you know here's the thing you 
clearly some of these boaters allegedly um were anchored illegally anchored without a permit uh things like that but it doesn't give you the right as the uh city to go and destroy their home there's a process and that process wasn't followed and that process is there for a reason so things like this don't happen because literally you had people that their entire lives were in those boats and their entire lives are now gone hmm. so um, they weren't given proper notice you, you figure no or- it, it's a fact they were not given proper notice the, the city has all but admitted we didn't follow the process on some of these uh uh things that we did to get these boats out of the water and you know basically destroyed crushed up and taken to the landfill mm. and that's a problem so they're they're going to be paying out uh there's no doubt in my mind they're going to be paying out some money the problem then becomes is how do you put a value on something that doesn't exist anymore well it was a 1974 uh you know a 45 foot you know trawler blah blah well, who's to say what condition it was in? Who's to say, you know, was any of that documented? So, again, I think it with the with the right attorney in their corner, <laughs> the people whose boats were destroyed, again, all right, city of Portland, how many zeros are you going to put on the end of that check? Hmm, right. Barry, what do you think? I'm just thinking that the attorney is just going to go to the catalog from 30 years ago, pull up a nice picture and say, this is what it looked like. Yeah. Well, maybe. And you crushed it and turned it into shreds of fiberglass. This is what we want money for. Right. Now, wait a minute. But when the city grabbed these boats and trashed them, uh, they were in an area they weren't supposed to be. I can't imagine these boats looked like really nice vessels that they thought were worth holding on to. It it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they look like uh, garbage and they look like they've been abandoned or something. I mean, wouldn't that come into play, too? Look. Do you want somebody coming by and towing and, and taking to the uh, the auto impound yard and crushing <laughs> your Honda Ridgeline? Because well, they never do that because it's a, a cream puff. Truck. It <laughs> is a beautiful yeah, vehicle because because it, 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 it the only thing it's ever hauled were grocery bags, <laughs> and that's why it looks so great. <laughs> Not a dent on that puppy, you know. Well, you don't uh, have to have a dent. I mean, my truck's a two thousand and seven. It still looks good, but. I would never get what I can get for it when well, it was new. Well, that may be, but, uh, you know, the police aren't going to confiscate it and trash it immediately. They're going to say, hey, this is a okay vehicle. We can uh, take it and, you know, impound it and sell it at, at auction. Uh, I, I see, think what, the biggest problem is going to be is they didn't follow their own rules. Correct. Yeah, and, and they're going to get punished and, for it. And that's where they're going to get, again, they're going to break out their checkbook. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that the boat owners whose boats were destroyed aren't going to get what they're thinking they're going to get. And I'm sure that the city isn't going to be able to get away with uh, what they're willing to pay versus what they are going to wind up having to pay. Right. Well, we're talking about uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, which obviously has no problems whatsoever as a city in the United States. So I'm sure they're going to figure this one out uh, very amicably, maybe. I don't know if that's the right word. but. it's not uh, even a word. Yeah. But 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 they're going to, you know, they, they don't have any other issues in that town going on right now. So I'm sure the, they'll figure it out. Yeah, but we, you know, Greg, we run into the same thing here in Florida, especially on, on the, uh, you know, the, the intracoastal and stuff where you've got these 
own these people own these multi-million dollar homes on the water right and you get these transient boaters that are anchoring out in these areas because they're kind of protected mm-hmm. areas where they are allowed to, to anchor but yet you you're just you're you're destroying the view of the water that I well I don't maybe look out the back of my house and look at your you know right fifty year old sailboat with uh-huh. uh, the barbecue grills up on the foredeck and the, the rusted bike on the back because you take your little dinghy to the shore every day to go and do day labor which God bless you somebody's got to do it and <laughs> make your uh, hundred hundred fifty bucks whatever it is so well you, yeah you, but you once again. Live. Uh, that's one uh, aspect. I understand what you're saying. Uh, the view is not a very good argument. However, if it's an old beat up houseboat where you can't tell, like if this thing should even be uh, floatable, let alone inhabited inhabited by a person, and it's out there on the waterway, and you think it's been, you know, uh, left to rot. I mean, you know, that's what I'm picturing when they're talking about these boats. And uh, Portland, I mean, if they took took a boat, you you wouldn't take a boat and just trash it immediately unless it looks, well, I know, unless it was in very bad shape to start with. But that, but it doesn't matter the shape. That's why they have a process. They're supposed to file notice. Then they go out there, they put the sticker on it and say, this boat, this, this vessel is in violation of city ordinance. You have, you have five days, 10 days, whatever it is to move it. Um, failure to do so will will result in the city of portland oregon well that may be the boat and but if, it. if it's an eyesore if it's you know pos a uh, floating pos you know what are you gonna do i don't know we could talk hours we got uh, people to talk to we'll get to them next right here on the world of boating stay close you're listening to the world of boating radio network Ahoy, sailors and sea-loving scalawags! Do you feel lost at sea when your boat needs an upgrade? And does installing electronics make you want to walk the plank? Well, shiver me timbers and fear not, because MPI, Marine Professionals Incorporated, has come to the rescue. MPI is ready to steer your boat into the digital age. That's right, mates. The installation gurus at MPI can install the latest navigation gizmos. MPI installs all the major manufacturers of state-of-the-art entertainment systems. Arr, we've got speakers that'll make Davy Jones dance. And screens so sharp, you'll think you're watching Pirates of the Caribbean in 3D. So, if you're ready to sail the digital seas in style and party like a true buccaneer, call me mates at MPI, 954-763-4161. Or request your free consultation now at marineprofessionals.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection 
have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Oh my God, Brian, this ship, it's, it's unbelievable. It's even more magnificent than I imagined. Wrote a note, save me back in a minute. Bought a boat and I sailed off in it. Don't think anybody's gonna miss me anyway. I know this thing's gonna sink, but I'm having a good time. Come on in the waters now, spot yourself a little slice. Grab a backpack and lines you never know until you try. There, jump onto that mooring rope. When you lose yourself, we have to get on that ship. You find the key to paradise. This is the world of boating. Ah, Jimmy Buffett. He will be missed. Uh, Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater. Captain Patrick rounding out the crew, and we are now joined. Well, we're, we're kind of getting a crew upgrade with Jody Knox is our guest right now. Jody, welcome to the world of boating. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So uh, you are the uh, woman of uh, Barry's boating dreams because you like Miller Lite. You like boats. Uh, what was the other thing, Barry? Well, uh, she said she'll smoke cigars. Actually, smoke I cigars, don't smoke right. cigars, but I mean... It's, but you, you know, want to see a woman smoke a cigar or something that he has some weird fantasy, and I apologize no, for no, him no, in no, advance no. there, Jody. No, no. I guess uh, the, my the dad fact that and she, uh, the military raised me right there. Well, there right? you yeah. go. That's right. That's I, all I think good. That the fact that she loves boating and she's not afraid to get dirty is a, a good wow. thing. Okay. I apologized already, Jody. So let's just move hey, on. It's all good. All good. I, I've spent 20 years with guys in uniform and they're awesome and they're my best friends, but they're not always polite and proper. So yes. Well, yeah, you're, you're uh, amongst a familiar crew then. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so you're a coastie, I, which I didn't even know. Is that, that was, is that a real thing? You guys refer yeah. to yourself as coasties? I, I heard Barry say that. Probably. Okay. Probably. Although I am retired, so I, you know, I'm kind of like coasty of the past. So you right. always carry it with you. But absolutely, okay. coasty is a proper term. Yeah. So you're like uh, in, you know, like boating retirement, uh, having the best time of your life right now after what twenty years in the Coast Guard. Is that it? Yeah. Exactly. Nice. Twenty years in June. And uh, and you've been writing books. We'll get. Why don't we talk a little bit about that first? Because you've uh, written some books that are pretty much targeted at Barry, I think, right? with your kids' books. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. For my grandson. Oh, right. That's what it is. So tell us about that and how that started first as we get into sure. your boating life. It, well, it's a children's book, and, and yeah. just one is written right now. It's a series. The second one's written. The first one's published. Okay. And called Hank and Pearl, The Tale of a Captain and Crew. And it's really just a book about friendship and boats. And it's all based in Washington, D.C. on the Potomac, where I'm sitting right now. Nice. And yeah, just sort of a local book that it's on a houseboat. So I don't know if it's truly a boat book, but it makes fun a little bit of that houseboat. Well, it's a houseboat. How does that not count? Yeah. And And Pearl names the boat Pig because it operates like a pig. Huh. Okay, and Pearl is what? Some of those. Pearl. Oh, sorry, Pearl is the captain cat, uh, okay. and her friend Hank is the dog. Oh, so many okay. unlikely friendships in this book. All right, well, and you can look this up online, uh, Jody Knox, and uh, it just pop right up, I guess, children's uh, boating book kind of thing, or or is there a website yeah. or YouTube or what? 
Yeah, website www.hankandpearladventures.com. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and so, for that. I yeah, it. and that's the first of a series. So you're doing that, you know, after you know you uh, did the whole Coast Guard thing. That's part of the thing. Are you living on a boat now? I mean, you're not in a boat as we speak. I can see her on the closed caption videos, but you're up there near the Chesapeake. Is that right? Yeah, I'm actually. I live on my boat at Capital Yacht Club in Washington D.C. So I'm up in the club right now. I thought it'd be better for sound, but I like um, it. Yes. Yeah, it's a 2005 40 foot main ship. It's a trawler. It's called the 400T. Wow. It's a great boat. I just got it last year. I love this. Uh, what do you think, there, Patrick? Is she is she the woman of your boating dreams too? It sounds like it. I'm just guessing. Well, no, no comment. <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. Sorry. He's no, the, the, he's a much uh, tougher crowd there, Jody. I apologize. Very yeah, easy. Patrick, you're, you're going to have to work them over a little bit more, I guess. No, but, that's, a, uh, that's a that's a great boat. Is that the first boat you've ever owned? No, oh, but I've had I think five that I've lived on at this point, and then more that I've just had to play with. But wow, yeah, and it's funny. I can't say that there's a favorite. Each one had different aspects that I liked, but this is a great boat, yeah. and it was sort of a gifted boat because the couple that had it, Chuck and Kathleen, they intended to do the Great Loop. And life got in the way with an unfortunate challenge that prevented them from doing it. So they sort of gifted me the boat with the mm. understanding that I would take their dream of the Great Loop with their boat and share it with them. And I named it Vicarious because of that. Vicarious. I, I love that. Uh, what do you think about that, Barry? Uh, that sounds like a pretty I, uh, I think it's, nice I vessel. think it's great. And trawlers are great boats. And you yep. even like trawlers. You I have do. a thing for them. Great Banks is all you talk about all Grand the time. Grand Banks, right. So, Grand yeah, Banks, but what, what is this? How big is it again? There, Jody, this vessel? It's 40 feet. Okay. And, and so a, you've already taken around quite a bit, but but you're planning to do the Great Loop win, you figure. In first June, sorry, first week of June in 2024 is the goal for throwing off the lines. And you're right. We just did, my dad and I and my stepmom for a part of it, a little mini loop in practice and preparation called the Delmarva. Yeah. Yeah, we just finished that. But we did 650 miles, depending on where you're starting from, because we added the Potomac River. But wow. we looped the Delaware, Maryland, Virginia Peninsula going through the C&D Canal. And it was a good practice. I learned a lot about the boat, myself, my dad. Right. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, yeah well, they have no choice in those kind of settings, I'm guessing. Right, Barry? What do you yeah. think? Yeah. But, I mean, if you were in the Coast Guard, didn't, you must have much more knowledge information about boating than most people other than captain patrick and, but that doesn't you know, mean your crew is going to listen to you well <laughs> not your crew but i'm not and i'm not sure who her crew is going to be when she does this are you going to do this single-handed or do you have majority my dad okay. although this practice trip was interesting you know he's in his 60s and he's in great shape but he he hasn't he doesn't live on a boat and he said you know this is a lot of boat time for me yeah so we're going to go back to the drawing board of figuring out what legs and parts are really important to him. And I'll probably fill in the gaps with some single handing, but I'm hoping to find some friends and people who will want to fill in a gap week here or there where he's not able to. Well, the one you just did. Yeah. Barry (laughs) just raised his hand by the way, but uh, just ignore him. Uh, But, but Jody, you know, the thing is on on this uh, practice loop was 650 miles. I mean, that was a pretty good run. How long did that take you by the way? Mm, we stopped a couple places and stayed a few more days in total we were on the boat 20 days but we weren't underway all of those we stayed a couple extra days in three different ports so i'd say it was 
14 to 15 days of underway time. Yeah. What do you think, Patrick? That sounds kind of Going fun. Slow. Yeah, of course. Well, for, the, for the great loop, you've got your start date. Uh, what's your, uh, what end date do you have in mind? What's your, what's your time frame that you're hoping to complete in? Or is it, cause I know a lot of, a lot of voters that I, that I am in contact with, uh, within the industry, not all of them will complete it in one shot. They'll, they'll get somewhere. They'll moor the boat for a couple of weeks. They'll fly home. They'll, life gets in the way. They'll do some other stuff. So it's kind of along the way as they get to it. Are you doing it in one shot? What do you think, Jody? So, yeah, it's a it's a good question. I hope I don't offend any really good great loopers out there because everybody does it for the big experience of exploration. And I am an adventurer. Um, I just want the flag. <laughs> <laughs> I want the flag and the t-shirt. Nothing uh, wrong with that. All right. Well, look, uh, Jody Knox is our guest right now here on the World of Boating. We're going to talk more with her about uh, sailing the Great Loop and a a pretty cool sounding trawler. Next, stay close. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce. And now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Looks like one ship was saved today, a relationship. This is the world of boating. Gregor first mate, Barry the boater, Captain Patrick, and our guest Jody Knox. Uh, look her up. Just Google her. Uh, her children's books will show up, and you know her Facebook, social media, and all kinds of crazy stuff that she's done. Uh, what was the loop that you did in preparation for the Great Loop again? Called what was it again? Uh, there, Jody. It's the Delmarva for the Delaware, Maryland, Virginia Peninsula. Right. So, and that took you how long to do those 650 miles? A couple of weeks, you said, or a few weeks? A couple of weeks. Okay. A couple of weeks. So, that was like your test time. run uh, for the Great Loop that you plan to uh, launch in June. And you're going to cover all this on your social media channels and Facebook and maybe even kick it up a notch on YouTube and stuff like that. But you covered some of it. On uh, Facebook, I guess, when you did that test run, you were telling us during the commercial break that uh, you actually had, uh, what, a, a hole in your boat or a crack? Or <laughs> You never want crack or hole in any sentence that no. includes boat. But that happened when you were on, on this test run. 
What happened? Water intrusion. Ooh. Yeah. So my forward bilge alarm kept bilge pump kept going off. Yeah. I'd go in there, not a lot of water, and I decided to haul out not for that, but for my stern thruster that quit working. Mm. So we haul out, stern thruster battery is dead. Here's an admission of stupidity, and I feel like all humble boaters will admit we've had more than one of these. I don't know any of those. No? Uh, all the boaters I know are definitely not in the humble category, Patrick, oh, Barry. Uh, and, you're, I, and Greg, you're not a boater. Okay. Well, he thinks just because he rides as a passenger on a well, ship. Well, a uh, before we get to Jody, very quickly, sure. your experience in the Coast Guard, Greg stands by that he is a boater because he goes on cruise ships. Well, when I'm on the cruise ship, I'm boating. No, you yes. are not. You're a passenger. You are not boating. But I'm on a boat. So that technically, I'm a boater. I'm uh, I am boating. Am I not? No, Jimmy? you're Just on a with you're on a ship. So therefore, you're shipping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a shipmate to the other people on the boat. A right. lover of the sea. Yes, it's in your heart. See, I get it. Uh, there you go, Patrick. You lost okay, that one. Uh, no, you she know, said you're you're a shipmate, not a boater. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> tomato tomato with anything on this show yeah it's just full of ship oh quit it all right well let's get back to the cracks in boats which are never a good uh good sign to come across so you 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 hauled out i had a problem with your bow uh, thruster and and that's when you discovered oh my gosh there's a crack here is that what happened or what yeah so they took the battery off for the one that was dead the reason i hauled out making sure it wasn't a battery and in the interim i mentioned to the guy who's crawling around with me and looking at some things i'm asking questions and i said hey by the way my bilge alarm is going off a lot i've crawled around i can't find anything he immediately went to the bow thruster he he knew it because he'd seen this before Hmm. that there was a minor leak and i say minor it sounds like no hole in a boat is minor but it was a few drops a minute but there was a weeping crack right where the cylinder that goes through your bow for your, your thruster yeah. at that join of the hole and the cylinder had a minor weeping um, water intrusion. Right. <laughs> and so rather, and, and we did a lot of rough seas in the boat with the bow smacking against the of waves course. and I'm sure that didn't help anything. So they ground routed that out and refiberglassed it. And now she's good as new. And the stupidity comes where the accessory switch, and I didn't believe in having switches on, I didn't know what they were, was off. And that accessory <laughs> was the phantom charger for my thruster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so all we had to do was flip the switch, and it worked just fine. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it can happen. I mean, but, yeah. you, you know, it sounds like uh, if it was going to happen, that's the time to have it do, a, you know, do, uh, you know, when you're you're doing a test for the Great Loop, because you don't want it to happen. Oh, and I'm so glad I wouldn't then. have hauled out yeah. if right. not for that stupid thing and then turns out i actually needed all out for a not stupid thing so it was good right okay yeah barry you've never done uh, stupid things uh, on your boat have you (laughs) just when he lets you on it yeah (laughs) (laughs) only when i'm dragging you behind my boat right only actually i did um yeah i do yes to think somehow the stupid thing i know i had to think about how how i did it or what had happened but essentially um I, I didn't undo the uh, cable on my bow when I was pulling the trailer out and the boat started moving forward a little and I just scraped the uh, the keel a little, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, no, I've been good with Other that. Other than that, he's never done That's anything it. stupid. No. Yeah. No. I, I have a list. It's, uh, it's good. Yeah. Well, I no, bet. there's always, there's always, oh, wait, yeah, there is one thing. Okay, one here it is. Now yeah, it's going to come. 
when I was I had when I take out my lines before I launch the boat, you know, I set them all up on the boat and I put them up on top of the truck and one of the lines instead of staying where it did, fell down, wrapped around the axle and oh, just no. parted so easily. And that's I said, wait, why is this line so short? Right. And I saw the other half on the axle, got it off, and I said, well, it was time to replace them anyhow. Yeah. So now if we if we get Barry going, he's not going to stop, and it's a one no, no, hour no, those show. Those are the only two. So, I, those are the only. Yeah. Two right. Right. Patrick, you have one that you you're willing to share. Or have you no, never I made a boat? Out on the water I was going to say customers' boats, <laughs> right. and if there I damage them, I got to fix them. Uh-huh. Um, however, uh, Jody, with your now that you're on, you're living on board, and we have, of course, a lot of our listeners that they dream of this. You know, they mm. they want that lifestyle. They 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 can see themselves whether retiring or whatever. It is, I'm going to buy this boat, and I'm yeah. going to retire. I'm going to live on it. They want to be her challenges, especially coming from a military background where, again, you know, being in the Coast Guard, being on board a vessel, everything is in its place. Everything is 5S, a place for everything, everything where it should be. What are your challenges have you encountered um, living aboard taking that role on? Yeah. Yeah. So um, the challenges are wintertime, depending on where you live. Right. Mm-hmm. And figuring out power distribution for heaters because your reverse cycle quits working after the water dips below about 40 degrees. <clears throat> and so figuring out that power distribution, I've got a 50 amp, single 50 amp. And I ended up having to pull another 30 amp in that I you know, just pay for the electricity on and did a little little tape situation <laughs> through the window and I because I needed to power two more heaters and find a place where those can go that you don't feel cluttered and that's the other piece. Don't be cluttery. If you're gonna live aboard, you gotta par down your life. Yeah. Really think about what you need versus what you want. Um I've this is my fifth live aboard boat now. So for me, <clears throat> you know, I'm I'm a very clean, tidy person because it's been a trait learned in living on boats. And then honestly the third one is uh Aside from the other people who live on boats, which make for lifelong friendships, other people think you're weird. <laughs> really? Yeah, Barry, can you relate you know, to that? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Absolutely that. not. That's you know one of the things that, you know, if my life had taken a left turn instead of a right turn that uh-huh. I might be doing right now. Yeah. And I've always said that houseboats are going to be the wave of the future. Okay. They're so fun. They were right. popular yeah. in the past, but... Uh, so I think so you're, you're, you're addressing like the mental aspects. You got to be good or comfortable with yourself uh, to deal with maybe uh, long terms of isolation, maybe? Is that what you're referring to, Jody, oh, no. or what? What do you mean? No, just, you know, um, dating is a little funny when oh, you say, hey, okay. I, you know, come right. check out my house. Um, but wait a minute. You one? you drink Miller Lite, you smoke cigars, and you boat. You've got the, <laughs> the trifecta in the single boating world, I would think. At least according well, to Barry. Five, yeah, I'm five, three and a half. So small spaces don't feel so small to me. Mm, okay. All right. Well, that's <laughs> and fine. And the other thing I would say is toilets, i.e. heads right just head heads in general and you take it for granted but they're so sensitive on any boat i've ever lived in so (laughs) just dealing with visitors when i say you know people who come and they love the boating lifestyle but you've got to do the head brief immediately upon coming on the boat because i've that's a real icebreaker no doubt it's a real icebreaker first thing on a you know first date (laughs) kind of question jody knox is our guest uh jody thank you so much for being on the world of boating and uh we look forward to covering your uh, great loop uh, here starting in June. Uh, it's going to be on YouTube, and you'll probably hear it here on the World of Boating, too. You have a great day. Thanks. You, too. Thanks for having me. we got more coming up. Stay close to the World of Boating.
listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i am the captain of this party i'm captain jack i'm captain of the ship ah I'm also captain of anyone who sets foot on the ship. Hi, welcome aboard. In an office, when you are ranking people, manager is higher than captain. On a boat, who knows? It's nebulous. Too late. We're here. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. Barry the Booter, Captain Patrick rounding out the crew. You know, I don't know. You think we would uh, survive as a crew on the sea like Jody if we were doing the Great Loop and had to spend, you know, uh, several months, let alone just a couple weeks in, on a you know mini loop? Do you think our I crew, would. you would survive? I would. You, you on the other hand, if you, as long as there's a deck chair for you, I, I feel that you would be okay. Well, of course. It doesn't even have to be a deck chair. Maybe, maybe like a hammock. Uh, I'd be okay with that. Or one of those little nettings across the, you know, the bow of a catamaran is, you know, something I could lounge on. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't we wouldn't be doing a catamaran on the, on the Great Loop. Well, we could. Wait, I mean, why not? Yeah, why? A sail cat? No, power no, cat. No, not a sail cat. They have motor cats. Yeah. No, I know they have cat. power cats. Right. But. We can do that. Uh, I would prefer that. We have more room. Because God knows, it was three of us. We need as much room as possible. I, I've been on. Uh, we've been on motor. We were on the uh, the electric one. Yeah, it was at the impressed. boat show. It wasn't. It wasn't that. Um, I mean, it had a roomy main salon. Yeah, but as far as the the uh, berths are concerned, they tend to be pretty skinny. Right, but you got much more deck space though, and well, you're out there on the top. Not really? Well, I, I don't know. Would. I, I would say they're more stable. Um, unless right. it's, uh, you know, as far as that's concerned, they're not going to list over like a, a V-hole All right. as much. I'm just saying the more space, the better for this crew. Well, we'd, yeah. we'd have, you know, some areas like, okay, this is a no-go Patrick zone, a no-go Barry <laughs> zone. And I'd have full run of the entire vessel, but you two, I'd have to uh, cordon off, I think. Not if we tie you up to a mast and leave you out there. Uh, Barry's, you know, the, your space is the head. That's mm-hmm. your only... This is the very only space. That'll be the nicest place there is. And quit marking Um, your territory already. That's just too much. And, and yeah, I think I would last. Uh, I enjoy the idea or the thought of just traveling. But I wouldn't want to rush it either. We really didn't get into is would she do it at a leisure pace or does she have a time frame? I I think based on most people who start, Uh um, they've got their end date in mind. And based on the expected weather changes is kind of how they're 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 setting that up so they want to be through a specific region by a specific time um so as to not get caught when 
you know, the weather turns cold or when there's expected, you know, uh, rainy season in this particular part of uh, the Great Loop. Uh, certainly coming down uh, around into the Gulf Coast, uh, you know, the Gulf of Mexico, and then coming, you know, coming around Florida, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to make sure that that's done. You're really not going to, at this point, I think hurricane season, I, I get the feeling that hurricane season for us now is just January to, to December. <laughs> pretty much. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty Good much. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it was great having Jody on. And uh, for our listeners out there, if you didn't, if you didn't get the website, uh, hankandpearladventures.com for her uh, children's book, looks really kind of cute. She's going to continue it on based on, I imagine, her upcoming adventures uh, with the great loop and things like that. That's awesome. Uh, you know, I, the other thing with kind of gathering a crew for something like that is again, it, having people fly in, fly out, you know, to help you out for a week here or two weeks there as, as they, they can versus having somebody on board with you all the time. That's a huge, huge commitment. And again, e- even on a 40 foot trawler space can get tight real mm-hmm. quick. Um, and I know she does a lot of boating with her dad, uh, and her stepmom. I read that, that, that part, you know, about it. So he's been involved with a lot of that, which is awesome. Um, but, but even at that, you, you've got to be at a certain, because boating can get really, really, um, how do we want to say, uh, emotional. Right. If you don't have like a volleyball that you named Wilson. Yeah, you no, can no, go I'm crazy. You're 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 you're, you're in the you're something you're somewhere and something the engine stops running and you you're like get the get the bow line get the stern line don't yell at me why are you yelling at me because we're heading for those rocks why are we heading for the rocks I mean th- things can get you know even among the best of us uh, things can go sideways really really quick so it's got to be somebody that you you get along with obviously but you realize that you need some space there as well and even on a trawler like that, and even doing something like the great loop, you're, you're at the helm, you know, for what could be a very, very long day. And you're like, man, that would be so great until you do it. And you realize, man, this is work. (laughs) Well, yeah. If you sit there for eight hours, but that's the whole idea of having one other person with you, maybe at, you know, five day intervals, helping you along where, you know, you can switch off every couple hours. But then again, you couldn't just have a newbie. You'd have to have someone with some boating experience because this is not a small boat. Right. And and that's not a, uh, for the faint of heart, that can be a very challenging uh, navigation trip, you know, the Great Loop, uh, just because of all the different waters that are encountered, all the different personalities that you're going to come across. Yeah. Um, And, planning it out ahead of time because you have to be at you know a specific destination on a specific day at a specific time because you're setting up your transient slips unless you're planning on anchoring out and uh we got held up i mean being held up an hour two hours can throw you off you know a whole winds up taking it throws you off for a day right uh, and can really start to back you up and then you can't get into the marina you wanted to or but it's happened to me where, uh, yeah, we're going to be there. Our expected, you know, arrival is is five p.m. All right, we'll be waiting for you, and then I lose a transmission on the way up, and you know, I'm I'm trying to find my way in there at ten o'clock at night, and everything's closed up. You know, it's a, it's a, it's well, real, you got to make your you flow bet- plan, but you got to be flexible. 
Uh, just but like are, anything. Are, yeah. Then is it a good idea to set buffers as far as that's concerned where you would arrive? You have it set that you'll arrive early. If you arrive too early, you could just throw an anchor out for a few hours until it's time to go into your slip. Or I, I don't. Th- I don't think there's ever an issue with arriving too early. I think that the challenge is because chances are you're taking a transient slip. You know, you're going to be at the end of a T head, something like that. You're probably laying up for the night, right. maybe. Uh, or if it's an area of the country that you, hey, let's. I want to take a week while we're here and go and explore. Mm-hmm. You know, this particular part. I want to go see this, 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 or this. Um, and having that set up, it's not like a hotel check-in where a check-in time is 12 PM and you get there at 10 30 and you got to wait in the lobby. You're pretty much, you arrive early. They probably got the slip ready. You're going to be able to get in somewhere, even if you're just temporarily tied up at the gas stop. Well, those sightseeing stops, uh, that's your buffer. You know, if you, you might have a three hour or three day plan to stop here and check out, you know, Savannah, Georgia or whatever place along the way. And uh, if you're running late because of some weather issue or whatever, well, it got stripped down to two or one. Mm-hmm. You know Greg, I mean? Greg, Greg is thinking you take this trawler to the boat ramp and drive it up the boat ramp and go travel around. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, Georgia, Savannah is not like in any of the boat. waters that you need. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, look at us over there. Well, that that would be your buffer. Uh, would be different tourist uh, stops that you want to you know enjoy along the way. Wouldn't you think? I think what I'm going to do for a homework assignment is to actually look and see what the Great Loop is. Is most of it in the intracoastal unprotected water, or is a lot of it in the ocean just right right off? Well, (laughs) you do that research and report back, and I'm going to find out if we just join Jody for a day, uh, can we get the the T-shirt said we did the Great Loop. (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah, I think it counts. We were on her boat, and she did the Great Loop, and we were on it, too. I think, okay, on that disturbing note, we're going to wrap it yes. up. Till next time, remember whether it's sail or motor, life is better as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. Come back, bear. Come back here, you barnacle bitten swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.